What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. We are recording an episode of Freshly Brewed, the MTG podcast. Except this time, I'm not here with long-standing co-host Ali Entrazi. I am here with new co-host Rob Castillo, otherwise we, known as Swole Mike. What? What do you want? Can we? Can we call? Can we call me long-standing friend? You are a long-standing friend. Rob has been a friend for God several years now. Rob Love was it. one of the first friends I made <clears throat> when I moved back to Florida, like four years ago. So, uh, yeah. And uh, it's unfortunate because I moved away and now I'm in Utah and I'll be in Denver in two weeks. And now I'll never see Rob again, you know? Like, it's so sad when your friendships just dissolve like that and you just don't even associate with the person anymore. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, you, you uh, spend some time in your room locked up and, and then you move on, right? Then you find somebody well, else. Yeah, and I figured we'd do this one podcast to like kind of like finalize our friendship and kind of kind of end things, and then we can move on, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's like a it's a it's a taste of what could have been, right? It's yeah, it's it's yeah, it, this could have been a great a great thing, you know. But uh, you know, we we just got to go our own separate ways, you know. Exactly. So yeah, the, the world the world has other plans for us. Exactly. It's <laughs> we can't, who are we to get in the way, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But in all seriousness. Rob and I were talking one day. Ollie and I, Ollie and I are still great friends. I still love Ollie to death. Um, but Ollie and I, for some reason, we just couldn't get the podcast to work between him and I. We couldn't coordinate. Um, you know, there is just complications, right? And so after a couple years of not doing Freshly Brewed with Ollie, Rob was like, hey, why don't we do a podcast? We could just do Freshly Brewed. And so we reached out to Rob reached out to Ollie and he was like, Hey, would you mind if I did Freshly Brewed with Frank? And uh, Ollie was like, Yeah, that's fine. And so we're going to try to restart Freshly Brewed, and uh, it'll be me and Rob from now on. So we'll try to do this weekly. We'll try to be consistent about it. And, um, <clears throat> you know. I'm excited. Here, here, here's Rob. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I was going to say, so, oh, one thing me and Ollie were doing, we were recording episodes based on, like, seasons toward the end. So I'm labeling this episode as the Ikoria, the first episode in the Ikoria season, right? So that's easy to, to easy to break down, like, when the episodes take place. Because if it said, like, episode, freshly we're in episode 112, you're yeah, like, well, you when does this relevance. take place? Yeah. Right. But, like, if we have episode M21 number three, then you're like, oh, this is, like, right, like, three weeks after M21 came out or something. Right. You know, so it gives you a, it gives you a good frame of reference to when the sets come out. And like when this is relevant for. Yeah, I'm just here. I'm just here to talk, dude. I, I don't. That's all you, man. <laughs> I don't care about all the details. I'm just here to chat. So uh, there was actually some big news this week. Uh, yesterday, even because today's only Tuesday. Huge. And uh, there were several changes to both uh, standard historic and I don't know if you've heard of these cards, but there's a card called there's a companion mechanic like they're your friends. Yeah, yeah I don't not. think they're anyone's friend, to no. be honest with you. Nope. And Just vintage uh, player friends. I don't even think they're <laughs> they are maybe they're friends of the players, but they're not friends of that format. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And cra- so, uh, yeah. What do you think of the companion change? The companion change was that now. Instead of having to, uh, you can instead of just casting the companion from your XL zone or your sideboard, wherever you want to call it, um, you actually have to pay three mana. It goes into your hand. And then you have to cast it like normal. So it's basically a three mana tax on companions that puts it into your hand. That's worse, right? That's that's way worse. It's not an improvement. It's not. I'll say that. Okay. It's not. I I uh so I personally think that these were not great for the game. I'm gonna go with not great, Bob. Uh, because 
there were some. And you mean the companions, not the changes, right? Nah, correct. I'm sorry, the companions themselves. Okay. Yeah, the changes are I... absolutely welcome. But what I was going to say is that, like for uh, for the game, it was bad because you you have you have these deck building restrictions, and in the end, you realize that for some of these cards, they weren't even restrictions. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. Because you're, like you said, in, you said in the end, and then you know we just went into Lincoln Park. It's like that's. In the end, it didn't really even matter. Like, what's Yori on? Like, add twenty cards to your deck. All right, cool. I mean, there was a power. The power <laughs> level was high enough that you could find twenty extra cards that uh, that really did some serious work in your deck. I-, I think that they absolutely needed to make a change. I think that the companions were um, a step in the direction of new territory, but man, did it fall off a cliff real fast. I I agree, and it's sad uh, because there's a lot of fun good companions that could have been like really really productive or really really engaging but um the problem is that they like it's like it's literally the case of like a few bad apples spoiled the bunch you know what i mean absolutely like no one's calling for like gigantha to be neutered no one's calling for like uh you know um kahira oh (laughs) yeah i mean obosh was was strong but i really don't think obosh was like it wasn't over the ruining top. Ruining formats, right? Like, I mean, I, you know, the problem is like <clears throat> a handful of companions, Yorion, <clears throat> Loris, uh, Gerda. Is it Zerda? Zerda, right? Zerda's one and Garuda was the other one. Yeah, Garuda was a problem in Standard too and also in Legacy, right? Because there's even more clones. Yeah, yeah it, so. it actually won. It won Modern. Um, it won Modern Prelim events. It won uh, Legacy events. It was all. It was all over. And like, despite what you, despite if you think the individual companions were powered or not, like I was looking at pioneer results and I was talking about these, my cool stuff articles, like 30 out of 31 decks would have companions in them. And like of all the five O decks that were, uh, that were present in a league, right? 30 out of 31 of them would have companions. You were at a distinct disadvantage. If you, you were at a, a pure card disadvantage by not playing them. That's just how right. It was. it was at a, yeah, it was at a point where like, I have no point to, there's no reason not to play one. Like I'll just find whatever the easiest restriction is to to cater my deck around, and I'll just add one because it's free. Or, or ha- having you know trying to play a deck that one of them simply wouldn't fit in didn't really work anymore because the power level of the other decks that you were playing against to begin with that they did fit in just got that much better. Also, the, like even if you're if the, even if one doesn't fit in your deck, you just add twenty cards, and then you got a Yorian. Oh uh, yeah, they all fit. Like it's like. <laughs> Right, like, I mean, <laughs> adding extra cards isn't really a restriction, right? Like, you're not limiting something. You're actually letting someone play more things, right? Like, if someone's, if, if one of them says, like, you can't play instants in your deck, okay, that is a restriction, right? But Yorian's not restricting you from doing anything. It's just requiring you play more things, which is never not possible. Yeah, especially like, there's no situation. Yeah, there's no situation where I'm like, I just can't add 20 more cards to my deck. <laughs> And I'd like to say, like, combo decks, right? Combo decks want to be as thin as possible. They're going to play Street Wraith and Gataxian Probe to lower the maximum number of cards in their decks, like 52. But no, even the Demir Inverter deck in, in Pioneer was still playing 20 extra cards. When I saw this that, deck that wants it wants a two card combo and it's still playing 80 cards. And they're like, let me up. Let me up the uh, the chances that we don't draw it here. Right. I'm like, let's lower my chances of drawing the combo just because Yorion is cool. Yeah, that and it's uh, so weird. It's it is it is weird, and I and I'll be honest. I remember the first time that I was scrolling through uh, results, and I saw <laughs> I like, that what? it was Yorion Inverter. I'm like, wait, wait, what is happening? What is going on in, in this yeah, world it's right like, now? 
Can you imagine if Splinter Twins like, I'm just going to make it 80 cards. And you're like, but no, you're trying to maximize the chances of getting these two cards. And in Splinter Twin, you had eight copies. You had like Kiki, Jiki, and Splinter Twin, Deceiver, Exarch, and Pestermite. You had eight and eight. And you still wanted like the lowest number of cards. So you had the highest chance of drawing these two. Yep. And then in the, the, the Demir and Verdedeck, you're just like, just add more cards. Add, okay. add what, what, just, we have more thought seizes. You guys got more. Throw them in. <laughs> throw them in. We got Thought Erasure, Agonizing Memories. Just put them all in. It's yeah. fine. I'll, I'll play 16. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And the other two, the other two changes. Yeah. So I definitely think the, the companion change was good. I, uh, I, I think it's, if anyone wants to play companions for them to have to pay three mana, probably waste their turn, go to the next turn, cast their companion. Like that's, that's fine. It's, I, I definitely think it makes it fine. I definitely think it reduces the, the use of uh, a good amount of them. Right. Um, I think a card like Obosh where a deck wants to curve out into Obosh can no longer play Obosh. I think you switch back to like Embercleave and cards like that. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree. I mean, but the thing is like, it's not, but previously companions were like having an eighth card in your hand. Now it's more like having a think twice in your graveyard. And I think that's a big difference. That's actually a very interesting way to put it. Right. Like, cause you're, you're paying three mana to draw one card at some point. Right. And it's, and it's honestly even worse. It's actually a little, it's a, a little worse than that. Right. Because you have to do it at sorcery speed. That's true. So you can't go end of turn, put my companion in my hand, right. which is another like, and, and I think both of those, both of those, uh, those changes, making it sorcery speed and making you pay three, uh, were, were efforts to make sure that like this, this makes it so that they're not going to be problematic or as problematic anymore. Right. And I, I, they did the right thing. They absolutely did the right thing. I agree. I agree completely. And it's going to be nice. I, it's, I'm looking forward to seeing the results after the changes go into play into effect online to see like, how many companions are, are indexed now. Right. Yeah, no, I, exactly. Yeah. I want to see, right. I, Cause obviously I've sat and I've, I've looked at the different ones. The fact that you have to take a turn off um, and paying three mana is a lot. So like, yeah, three mana is no joke. Like, like if you're wanting to cast a Luris, normally when you're on curve on that fourth land, when you're playing those Luris decks, you can literally go, okay, untap cast Luris and get value One off drop. of it, but you right. can't do that anymore. Now you can get Loris into your hand and put nothing on the board instead, which is a big difference. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely going to be interesting to see um, how how far they fall off. And the other two changes, you know what? Let me fires. ask you a question. I'm sorry, I want to oh, ask you a okay. question about this. No, how? What do you think from a from a design perspective? Let Let's just say, um, what? Let's just throw a number out there. Let's just say what 90 percent plus of decks that post results have companions in them basically right now right mm -hmm. okay so if that number drops to let's just say there's like one companion it's yorion and it's seen you know in in some decks and now it's like one out of ten decks is does that become a big negative mark or does that make it is that okay a negative mark against companions or against no, yorion uh, no i mean i'm sorry i mean a negative uh is it a negative mark against design right because it was so bad that we had to now you know, um, change the way that we played these cards and we had to make it such a big change for you to be able to play these cards that basically they're non-existent anymore at all. So is that, is that a huge, you know, ding against plan design? I think it was already like, I think when you have 30 out of 31 co companions in a format, <laughs> I think it's already a ding against play design, you know, like yeah. <clears throat> if anything, like they're putting it on par with other rares in the set, like monster colossification or whatever it is like the, you know, I mean, like there's tons of cards and sets that don't see constructed like competitive play, sure, you know? Sure. And like, I mean, if the companions have to be that, that's fine. But like, 
you know, it's that's if that's the alternative to to having them like completely dominate formats and it's literally like just being a staple of magic right like even planeswalkers when they first came out weren't in 30 out of 31 decks like people were playing completely different decks like you know like i i think there was a you know there's a lot of comparisons from to from planeswalkers to to companions about how they were kind of like fundamentally changed magic and uh you know like they, they were kind of seen as the same yeah, and I just don't think that's as true because I really don't. I, I I could be wrong, but I don't think planeswalkers were anywhere near as ubiquitous as no. uh, as companions have been. And no, not close. And then the other thing about it was, you know, planeswalkers while they are they they were they're super strong and they they all have their own effects individually uh, on a more smaller scale. They can be extremely great or extremely bad. Whereas we're looking at, you know, over half of these companions are seeing play and they're just all over the results. I don't, I don't think you can, yes, they made change to fundamental magic, just like planeswalkers did, but I don't think it's on the same. It's not on par with each other. Yeah, I agree. And like, also if I counter a planeswalker, it's a one for one. <clears throat> if I counter a companion, it's a zero for one. Right? Yeah. Like that's I'm another losing. way to look at it. Yeah. And like a mono red deck, for example, is not going to be playing Chandra and Alar. You know, like if you're, if we're talking about the first five planeswalkers, you know, like every green deck isn't necessarily going to be playing Garrick, right? And, yeah. and there's, you know, those take up deck slots, right? Like, so instead of 60 cards, you're going to have 54 cards, 52, you know, 58 cards, whatever. And, you know, those take up very real deck building considerations. Plus, they can be interacted with. Like, there's lots of things that, that, that there's lots of disadvantages to planeswalkers, right? From deck building perspectives or from like, you know, just one versus one card perspectives. And like the mono red deck has no like reason not to play an Obosh, right? Like it doesn't take up a card. Right. So, and, and it provides such a huge effect. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you on that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like it's, I just think they're completely different cards. Sure. Um, and, but, but I mean, I mean, like I could see that I could see the comparison. Like they both change the game. Like you both, here's a, here's a card that changes the way we're playing magic. This one goes into the zone and I, I get to play it every game for free. It's basically another card in my hand. Planeswalkers, you can, it's another thing you can attack, which before planeswalkers was never a thing in magic. Right. You just attack the opponent. Right. You know, and even, even back then you'd have to lightning bolt their face and redirect, and redirect it to the yep. mm-hmm. Like, you know, there were all kinds of different rules and stuff. But like the thing is, you can change the rules of magic in such a way that like it doesn't force a broken outcome. Yeah, planeswalkers did that. Companions, I do not think did. Right. Exactly. No, I agree with that one hundred percent. One hundred percent. But yeah, companions, I'm all right with you leaving, buddy. It's gonna be a, right it's gonna be a it. no from me, dog. That's a <laughs> that's gonna be a no from me, dog. Oh man. And so, like, yeah, the other two changes are, are we good? You good to go? Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I just wanted wanted to hear. No, what? It. Let's go. <laughs> you don't have to apologize, buddy. I'll take it back. This is okay. Good. I didn't want it. I, I wasn't gonna even accept it. I never actually, I never actually put it across. I, I didn't. It was just all talk. Okay. Yeah, I accept that. Okay. <laughs> Typical all talk, man. And um, yeah, the other changes to standard and historic. I don't. I've never played a game of historic in my life. What? Go on. I'm sorry. That's crazy to me. Oh, wow. We're going to have to talk about that then. Yes. Uh, is that Fires of Invention is banned. And. Oh, my God. I'm blanking on the card real quick. Agent of Treachery. Agent of Treachery. Oh, my God. For some reason, I just couldn't. I couldn't think of his name. It stole. You, can, you could say it stole banned. your thought. Yeah. You could say like someone cast an Agent of Treachery against me and was like, you know what? 
I'm going to steal that card name from your brain. Yeah. And uh, there was no way for me to get it back because you can't bounce Agent of Treachery or kill it and get your get your thought back. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think uh, both of these were necessary. Um, I guess, obviously, we could start with one. In my opinion, if you look at a card like Agent of Treachery, which I believe is, what, five blue-blue, I think it was seven mana, and then you, you, know, you yep. gain control of any permanent. If you look at that card spoiled, like, someone like me or you is going to be like, Oh, that's pretty sweet. You know, that seems like cool. How yeah. Can, oh, how it just break steals it? a permanent. Yeah. But seven mana. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's totally reasonable. <laughs> but but there's just way too many overpowered ways to to cheat it out, to blink it. Like, and it's cohesive with the best strategies. It, it was just broken in the format. Wizards put three cards in the same set that take advantage of Agent of Treachery. Yorion, Luca. Coppercoat Outcast and Winota Joiner of Forces. Yeah. All three of those cards in Jeskai colors <laughs> interact favorably with, with Agent of Treachery. They either get it into play early, they blink it, or they get it into play early. Like <laughs> all three of those cards. Like, you know, so it's like, and the one thing I said in my article is that like there's two two more cards that I would keep an eye on. Winota and and luca because both of these cards are going to really restrict the number of humans or you know creatures in general that you can like if they make a 13 mana like 15 15 like an emberical type creature you know not annihilate or anything but it's very easy to build a luca deck around that absolutely luca yeah the way the way it cheat the way it cheats it in yeah absolutely right sorry i mute my phone i want to mute my phone real quick i'm sorry okay no, I wasn't sure. Like, I was like, is that a podcast noise? Are we like, do we mess up? No, we're doing fine. Uh, yeah. And like, it's it, like, it, I've seen, I've seen modern decks that have like three drops and two drops. And then they actually, tr- they have four Emrakuls, right? So you just play Luca, you sacrifice like a seasoned Pyromancer and the most expensive card you can get is Emrakul. That's the only other creature at the top end, right? So, I mean, that's the same thing for standard. No, like you could just do that, and and it shouldn't be on the same. It shouldn't be on the same power level when we're talking about a format like modern versus a, a format like standard, and right, and and you're you're literally mentioning it right now. That you look at a card like we said, like Agent of Treachery, and there's fundamentally with Magic, I don't think there's anything wrong with that card. It was the it was the power creep and the push with everything Correct. else that came together that that this you know this thing had to had to be axed for. I mean, if you play, if you attack with Winota, Joiner of Forces, and like <clears throat> you hit like you have like two creatures that are attacking, you hit like Agent of Treachery in the first four, Agent of Treachery in the second four. Like suddenly you have 14 extra extra mana of value. You steal two of their permanents and you have two two threes in play. Like that's not a reasonable course of action. right? I, I like, think you confuse 14 mana advantage with uh, a win the game advantage. Yeah, like, yeah, because if it's turn four, like if you go one drop, two drop, it's and over. then four drop is Winota. It's just over. And then like you steal two of their lands. Yeah. Like, all right, cool. I, I'm having a good time in standard, you know? Yeah, I, I was uh, I was reading some of the results from that, the online arena open, which was pretty awesome. Uh, shout out to um, Wizards and Arena for that. But people were saying like they were having uh, these Winota mirror matches when they were playing it. And it was literally who was who was on the play versus who was on the draw. Because the decks in, in, yeah. in the format were so were so built properly to find their find their Winotas and then to be attacking with a zero two goose and and fetching your agent just to trigger just to trigger the Winota yeah it's wild yeah wild wild indeed and and agent of treachery died for this 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, and again, like Agent of Treachery is the right call. I think the card is too strong. There are numerous ways to to get it into play. But again, like my concern is like you need to now for the next year and a half, two years, however long these cards are in standard, because this is the newest set, you're gonna have to be careful of any like any aggressive human that you print, any oppressive creature that costs like nine or more mana that you could easily get into play that that will dominate the game. Like you just have to be really careful because you know Luca and uh and and Winona Winona Winoda are both very very strong like engines to to break the axis right right yeah exactly that's what you're trying to do like like Luca's basically polymorph except for it would only hit creatures that cost more you know what I mean at least polymorph like you can't have creatures in your deck because you'll hit them so you have to like use tokens and Emrakul. Right. And so you polymorph into it and you're going to guarantee to hit the Emrakul because it's the only creature in my deck. Whereas Luca's like, you can put creatures in your deck. Fine. I'll just get something bigger. I'm guaranteed to get a bigger creature. Right. Right. It, yeah. And it costs one more mana than polymorph. And you get at least two activations off of it because it's only negative two. So it goes down to three and then one. Right. So like, it's just a very good card with a very like with a, with a hist- like it's better than cards that do similar things historically. Right. Right, I, I agree with you, and it's funny because this this whole chat started, or th- this whole part of our segment here started with what got banned, Agent of Treachery, and here we are spending five minutes talking about the cards that broke that the card, engines, right? And they're still here, they're still here, and there's more than one. Well, it's interesting because like this was back like when Aetherworks Marvel was a problem, right? They didn't ban Ulamog, they banned Aetherworks Marvel, right? And so this is interesting because this situation is the obvious, where opposite, where they didn't ban you know Winota and Luca. They banned the payoff, which is Agent of Treachery. I think that's because there at that time, the only way to, to, to break the Ulamog was by using Aetherworks Marvel, because you have more than one way to break the agent the Agent of Treachery. You know, and, and there's so many cards that are playable and standard that that um synergize with it to begin with so even if you were trying to break agent agent of treachery by maybe ramping into it and on like turn five being able to get it out because you ramped into it there are so many cards that are still good enough to blink it and get it back blink it and get it back there's thassa there's charming prince there's it the list goes on alternatively would you rather ban one card from m20 or three cards from icoria the brand new set Right. That's, that's exactly, that's exactly my point. That's, that's what I agree with. You know, and I don't, and I don't blame, I don't blame them either. The last thing you want is people (laughs) opening Ikoria packs. Like when they haven't even been able to play with them legally in a store because of COVID uh, and like opening like multiple band, like mythic rares or, you know, a a band companion, things like that. No, absolutely. Yeah. You can't do that to people. Instead, just, you know, ban agent of treachery. Who's, who's like several sets old like five sets old and is, you know, he's going to rotate soon anyway. So just get that dude out of here. And then we'll just be on the lookout. Cause maybe nothing happens with Minota or Luca. Maybe, maybe they're totally fine. You know, I, I again, I obviously I've never worked in playing design. I don't fully know Wait, seriously? how, yeah, no, I'm dead serious. I haven't. No, no, no. I'm just wow. a regular, regular, regular dad with kids and stuff. Okay. I think we started this podcast God. under the complete wrong pretense. Then that's kind of awkward. But we're here. We're here. We're here now. We're 23 minutes in. We're here now. <laughs> It's true. Um, it's true. So like, I, I don't know, you know, every, we all know that that sets are made far in advance and they're, you know, and then people start playing, you know, they try to make decks and they do these things. But I think the fact that we've seen how dumb Winota can be 
there's no right. There's no. Please tell me there's no way that they print something that Winota is just like purely broken with. Please. No, no, and I, I agree they wouldn't want to do that. But the problem is that sets are printed so print sets are designed so far in advance that like M twenty one and the the next set after that are probably already finished. No, I, I'm certain they're finished, right? But we can't, we can't yank a card. There's yeah, gotta be a you, way I mean, you can. But again, like okay, so then the next problem is that what if they just don't see it? You know, which has been a common, a very, very common problem in the past, you know, several <laughs> years. No offense to no offense to play design. I think, you know, they have a lot of work cut out for them. But like, let's be honest, there's six cards banned in standard right now. And that has been the most cards banned since 2005. And wow, in, you, were, you were waiting to say that, weren't and, you? And, you, were, and, you were waiting. Well, I, I, I looked this up. In 2005, there were like eight cards banned in standard. Six of oh, them God. were artifact lands. The five, the cycle oh. of five and Darksteel Citadel. So like, yeah. I don't even know if I'd count that. Other than that, it was like Disciple of the Vault and Skull Clamp, I think, or something like that, you know? And so I'm just like, right. you know, this is a lot of cards to be banned in standard. Oh, no, yeah, and like you're trying to say, it doesn't really compare to the artifact lands because that's that's a, okay, that's we made like a mistake card, on this right? type. Yes, yeah, we right. made a mistake on this type and we have to pull the whole the whole cycle. Like if you banned all the commanders, I wouldn't be like, wow, you banned 10 cards in standard. I'd be like, okay, you banned like a card type, you know, like a thing you made. That's I consider that one mistake, not 10. Yeah. You know? But like six individual cards being banned in standard, like that's wild. I don't yeah, know. Six completely different doing their own powerful stuff. Yeah, Oko. Uh, Once Upon a Time, Oof. Veil of Summer, Agent of Treachery, Fires of Invention, and one other. I can't think of it right now. Ooh, that's a the challenge. Fr Frostodon's not still in, is it? No. I thought you said no. Frostodon, which would be like a no. blue Frostodon. <laughs> that's a 3-3 three, three blue dinosaur. It has... It tap. It detains it Yeah, detains it has Frost-type ability. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Completely different creature. I'm going to look it up. Band and Standard. I'm missing that one card. Is it Fires of Invention that we haven't talked about yet? No, I said that one. Oh, you did? Okay. Okay, hold on. I'm on the page. Uh, Field of the Dead. That's the one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Field of the so Dead. two cards from M from M20. Uh, what? Wait, Fires of Invention is Throne of Eldraine? I'm not good with sets. I'll be honest yeah. with you. One Fires from Throne of Eldraine. Uh, actually, <laughs> okay. So actually, it's three cards from M20, three cards from Throne. Vale, Field, and, and Agent are all from uh, from M20. Oko, Once Upon a Time, and Fires are all from Throne. So, At least they're consistent. Yeah, very, very similar. Well, let's let's wait and see if we can get three cards from Ikoria Band, and then we get, we'll have the hat trick. The, the hive mind's been brewing, man. It's going to happen. <laughs> I good. feel it. Man, it's just, it's. I feel bad, because like Wizards can't catch a break where they're like, well, why can't you not break this card instead, please? <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Well, that's not really our job. So. You were only supposed to get a Charming Prince with your Winona <laughs> trigger. <laughs> Why couldn't you pay seven mana like a normal player? Uh. Agent of Treachery was a misprint. It shouldn't have been a human. Someone's like, don't you think this card's really strong? And they're like, it costs seven mana, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's like, well, all right, I guess so. Shrug. You know what? Got a I point. <laughs> it does cost seven mana. And then he like goes in the bulk bin and he gets all the other seven mana creatures that are like eight eights and ten tens. And he's like, yeah, none of these are seeing play, man. This is probably bad. This card's not good. The cool thing, the cool, awesome thing about magic is as it changes, those actual bulk rares that sit there that you've never touched before in like in, in older formats when they come to light, that's, that's kind of cool. But not right now when they're getting busted in standard. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is not a safe time for those. Those could do anything. Um, yeah, and the other card that was banned, which honestly, it surprised me a little bit. I'm going to be honest. Fire was Fires of Invention. <clears throat> and I know that sounds funny, but like it? Fires of Invention was always yeah. a card I played, but I played like really obscure stuff with it. I'm like, let me play Niv-Mizzet or Nicol Bolas, right? Like I played cool cards with fun cards with it. And so like whenever I played against the Fires deck, I always just... I, I never felt like I was outclassed. I never felt like I was like, I feel like I, I beat a good number of fires decks. Um, but I mean, I, I will admit that inherently fires of invention, right? Well, is a broken magic card that, that does well. fundamentally broken things. Like so you it, can it almost doubles say your mana it. every turn. Yeah. Yeah. I have two. I, I in my opinion, I have right. one. Like, one, yeah. Uh, if you have activated abilities, probably. Yeah. I was going to say that. Reason, right. And then I have a second reason. <laughs> the first reason for banning it, uh, which is kind of common sense is like you said, the fact that you're, you're bending the rules of what you can do on turn four and turn five right away. So early in the game, um, it's, it's just, it's not fair. I think that the fact that we're banning the strongest decks in the format right now that are built around these companions, they may have been worried that fires would start taking over. Yeah. I mean, because to be honest with you, there are other things that, you know, just guy, like just guy Luca like, decks. Yeah. It's just it, like the, the next big fires, thing. Luca decks. I mean, there are other things you can be fetching with Luca. Like you, you know, there's the battle pig. You could, you could get the end race forerunners. You can get the, the eight, eight trample haster, the cycling dino, which synergizes with, with fires of invention. I think they were worried about just guy fires still being way too relevant of a deck, uh, with all these companions being pushed out. Yeah, I mean, I can see you going turn five fires, free Luca, uh, yeah, <laughs> sacrifice yeah. a one one, get an end race forerunners. Even if you have no other creatures, like it still attacks for seven, you know, and your opponent has to deal with it. And yeah, and you know what? Let, that's let what me I mean. Like I think again, that's like also, looking at Luca, and I'm like, fires, man, you don't. How about you also we don't do uh, we untap uh, on our on our turn six using your example, and then we pay three mana uh to bring Yorion into our hand. You know, since we're not using our mana for fires anyways, and then. Yeah. Oh no. You know that wouldn't work though because we'd be getting the. Uh, it comes back end of turn. My bad. I was thinking. It, <laughs> play, I forgot it didn't play it for uh, free immediately. I was gonna say you can attack with it. Oh yeah, but I mean that's still good, right? Like it, it invalidates. Right, yeah. So that was having my fires in, that I in the in the format invalidates the cost they're implement they're implementing alone, for companions. Like you just said, it invalidates. So like if you're playing Karuga fires you can literally just pay the three mana, still cast your, your two spell, your spell and Karuga, draw your cards and everyone else is playing non-companion, you know, right. Free exactly. Magic here. Yeah. Nonsense. I started with eight yeah. and, and my, Oh, cool, man. That's a nice fair deck. What'd you start with seven cards in your hand? Not me, free. buddy. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i also didn't did you notice that all of my lands are untapped isn't that weird yeah man super cool i mean also like the other card right? that, that i that i that i worry about in, in the absence of fires is wilderness you know, it's definitely good enough to win cause... stuff and now everything that it was competing against is gone yeah
I mean, the things that think about, like think about Winona, the thing about fires of invention, the thing about Luca, the thing about wilderness reclamation, they're all as good as the cards you're able to use with them. Right. So like in Winota and, and Lucas case, it's agent of treachery in fires case. It's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. You can just name it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and, um, in wilderness reclamation, it's, it's probably expansion explosion. <clears throat> so like, there's all these cards that are like, they're only as good as the best cards you can utilize. Right. With yeah. You're, you're, and, you're limited um, to card types, right? You know, cause you can't cast like a hydroid crassus at the end of the turn. Right. And like if you use your three mana to get like your companion and then at the end of the turn it untaps, you still can't cast your companion. So like there's a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, limitations there that that are only that are only, yeah. you know, what do you, what do you call it? like like the limitations only exist because of the cards you have access to, you know. So like, again, like it's a situation where like going forward, you're just going so to have to be careful. Is, is ahead, this I'm card going to come out and break wilderness reclamation? Is it going to break Luca? You know, I, I don't know. I'm actually. I was just gonna say I'm actually curious uh, what the yeah, like gonna, eight plus creatures are in standard that, right now uh, that it you just could probably feels look like into. We have a bunch of uh, active right landmines waiting to be stepped on, depending on what you know. Spoiler season, I think, starts next week. So now we're just now we've come to a point in our uh, in the world of magic where you know we had this discussion. Right. Exactly. Um, we did a when we did the the last YouTube video that we did. Uh, we talked about it, how during spoiler season, like we used to be so psyched and we want to see all these cool new cards and stuff like that. And now it's like, Oh, they spoiled a new card. Let me look and see how I can just fundamentally destroy the game of magic with it. Can I do that? No, move to the next one. <laughs> is nah, cause it doesn't, is there play. any benefit to playing impervious great worm with you can, Luka? You can a 16, 16 indestructible dude. <laughs> What if you fling it? I feel like I feel like fling is a booby I'm trap. I'm fling it, man. I don't, I don't think fling is where you want to be. That's sixteen to the dome. I, where's the other four coming from? Okay. Sixteen to the you, dome, Rob. You fling the same thing twice. I got. I'm playing red, man. <laughs> I'll fling it twice. You have to edit that out. That you can't say stuff like that. The worm's so nice. You fling oh, it twice, geez, Rob. Out there. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm kind of surprised that we're already here flinging them. Rob, this is a worm-friendly podcast. I don't know if you knew that. Well, then why stop it twice? We, <laughs> well, he enjoys it. It's, you know, it's a good time for everybody involved, I think. Yeah. I, I only have so yeah, many I flings, think, uh, Rob. The only thing relevant... Um, a man has to recharge his flings. The uh, in-race forerunners, um, the 8-8 trample haste. Well, so oh, wow. you, you may have your, not you may have not you seen get it, your but seven, in the past seven, few but I can't weeks, have there my was 16, a, a Nia token stack that kind of cool, got man. to the surface, and it was it was actually I, I played it for a little bit. It felt like a, it was a very good deck, but you know sometimes you can't oh, beat God. when someone steals your lands on turn four or turn three. Like, yeah, you I can't tell you how many times. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, but now now you don't have to no, worry no, no, about no. that. So it was literally only playing like. So um, were there creatures? The omen. Were there creatures the in the deck, or were uh, there just tokens? Like, um, I think it's called Forbidden Friendship, the one that makes a dinosaur and a human token. And it mm -hmm. was it was literally a, a tokens deck. It it ran the um, X mana for yes. uh, X and four yes. instant, where you can um, convoke your dudes and put X one one tokens into play at instant speed. Um, basically, you would just put like three or four dudes on the battlefield, cash your Luca and. Uh, and then, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yep, exactly. And then and then he's gonna you know make everything three threes and trample, and here we go. So Luke is always gonna hit N race forerunners. Oh, yep. I think this card's gonna get banned. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go out on. A, I'm gonna go out on a limb. This is my episode one, Ikoria episode one uh, prediction that Luca is not long for standard. I think the thing. I think being able to not only tutor up any creature in your deck if you just build your deck correctly, but also like not putting it into play rather than in your hand. I think that's too strong. And being able to do it twice. Yeah. Like you could go sack yeah. a token and race four runners. Your opponent's like, okay, I'll block in such a way that yeah. I survive it like two. They still have this, Luca so and then really race when I started so you either kill the end race foreigners or they just um, Luca again. I'm going to ask you a one. question. I don't want you like, to use it's your just, computer. I think it's too I'm good put you on the spot here. Um, what is the first ability of Luca? Do you even know? Okay. No, okay. he does not have a passive, but he has a plus. What's his plus? Does he have a passive ability? Uh huh. <clears throat> I, I don't know if that's right. I just want to know. If okay. You know the, the plus ability. ability. <laughs> I think it's plus one. <laughs> I have no idea, dude. I think it's like, I think it's like reveal three <laughs> funny cards. Part. I started or playing this night cast the creatures, and, but and you know what? As Luka far as I know, that could be like Vivian's ability. Thing, I don't even know actually. And I cast it, and I didn't have anything to minus it on. And then I'm like, what the heck does this plus do again? Oh. And then it's like, oh, plus and reveal creature. You know, you reveal the top few cards of your library. Yeah, go ahead. You got it. Okay. Let's go bragging. I, I found I have a Luke actually in a in a stack of cards here because I picked some up from coolstuffinc.com. Um uh, yeah, but the Vivian and um, the Vivian you're actually thinking Vivian of too. is the three That's who it one, is. I Vivian, believe. she's in the new she's in the new set, right? Monsters Advocate. Okay. No, I like the I do like the five mana one a lot. So Luca's plus one, for those who don't know, and if you guys are listening, you I, I'd love to know if you guys also didn't know. Exile the top three cards of your library. Creature yep, cards no exiled idea. this way. Gain. <laughs> you may cast this card no from exile idea. as long as you control a Luca Planeswalker. <laughs> I mean, so like that's actually also not bad because like if you're not playing this degenerate like search out my deck strategy, you can literally go Luca on five plus one exile three cards. Luca on six plus one exile three cards, and so now you have six cards and and presumably six mana to just like play with you know like if there's three creatures in there you just get cast no, no, as many no. as think, you can I with six mana th- that's that's actually that's just not above, a bad like that is a good amount of value ability for five mana that's extremely yeah i uh, agree very, the very second good. ability however is a, is a really good planeswalker ability It's so weird because like sometimes you watch like your first interaction with these cards. Like my first time seeing Luca's negative two ability was probably someone putting something broken into play like Agent of Treachery, right? And it's so funny to me. Like what were they doing <laughs> in play design? Were they like, all right, I'll sacrifice my two drop. Oh, I hit a four drop. Cool. You know, like, like are they just missing it completely? Because like the first thing I do, and I probably the first thing a bunch of people do when they see a card like this, so like, What's the most broken thing I can do with this card? Like, let's look, let's look up seven plus mana cards on like Scryfall, right? And I'll look up all the creatures I could possibly hit. Yeah, it's and then I'll just find a way to hit that. How you miss something, and like it's that really here. not that complicated. It's very weird. I mean, it just seems like, uh, I mean, if Luca had the ability to like not <clears throat> guarantee you to hit a higher cost creature, even that's a little bit better, right? But. 
it's just a higher cost creature. I don't understand. Cause like you're always, it's like plus, a birthing pod yeah. almost, yeah. except you don't seven. have to go up plus, plus one. 13. You can go up plus four, plus five. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, uh, I don't know. It's uh, yeah, I, it's a, I don't it's, think, it's, right. I don't think it's going to get banned. Um, yeah. I don't know. But it, but it definitely is a, it's a strong ability. That's for sure. <clears throat> I don't know. Standard's weird, man. Yeah, well, you know why, I almost right? feel like you're, standard is more volatile right, than, than Pioneer and Modern. You it know doesn't feel so feeling. volatile in older formats because you have so many answers. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, you have. And it's funny because a lot of people like force of will is like the card you talk about in order to keep legacy in check. Like force of will is actually a benefit to formats like legacy and vintage because it keeps those more broken things in check. Um, whereas in standard, Scoopo. you don't have anything like that. So when your opponent goes turn to Oko, you're just like, yes, I'll die. Oko and oh, you like to do that? <laughs> Oko and a Scoopo. That's the, uh, that's the class. Actually, should that be the name of this episode? I always... Oko and the Scoopo. I don't know. We should. How, well, what how, should long, we, what how should many we characters? I mean, we're just talking about ban and restricted title field. Can we put? Um, and, uh, can we put? Uh, can we put? Um, yeah, like uh, Luca know. minusing our BNR. How, I'm off the rails. I got nothing. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. That. Uh. <laughs> good lord. That really. That really I just couldn't I couldn't read quick. it. That was what it was. I, you know, I'm just out. Oh man, he didn't even try. He's like, you know what? I I have failed and I'm done. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm very curious to hear what you guys think. What do you guys think of the the bannings of yeah. Luca? And out of Luca. Oh man, see that was a Freudian slip there. That was for we'll save that one for a future episode. What do you guys think of the bannings of Fires of Invention and Agent of Treachery? What do you think of the companion change? Really curious to hear. I'm personally, I'm for all of these things. I like that, you know, Fires uh, is gone. Yeah, I like and, that and uh, Agent of you, Treachery is gone. Do you think anything sure. should have been un unbanned? And the companion change seems very, very good. So I'm in favor of all three of those yep. changes. Field? Field. No? All right. Just, no. I'm asking. Oh, Why are you I'm just asking. Oh, no. Well, like what? No, does, does chat no. do people listening? Can we what? have them? I, I mean, I, I like it. I, I think. It I, keeps do you do you think that should check. be unbanned? Like, I, I think um, it allows you to do non-aggro stuff and still stay in the game, so you can kind of focus on different things within the game of Magic rather than you know playing aggressive dudes and planeswalkers. Yeah, but I mean, come on. Fi and do you think you Field had, is like, safer um, now that Agent is, is gone? Like because you still have like Golos. Lanoir into a three drop or, you know, like a ramp spell and you're casting Golos on three. I get that. But I mean, Golos isn't really that busted, right? I would assume Golos gets kept in check by Red Decks. I mean, Red Decks are now, I think Red's going to become pretty prevalent. Embercleave's going to come back. Um, yeah. Well, hey man. first of all, you can only choose one. I got Knight, I got knight of Autumn. That was called Knight of Autumn? I mean, I'll gain four life. I'll destroy your artifact. I'm fine with all. It's the truth, man. Truth hurts. <laughs> well, that's rude. I love, rude. Dude, I love... You and me are the same, man. I love I love Knight of Autumn. Oh. I love it, man. You don't like you don't like my Knight of Autumn? It doesn't do enough. It doesn't do enough. You don't like my Knight of Autumn? <laughs> 
card does it all, man. The card does everything. What are you trying to do? After, do it. after it smacked you once, yeah, you can get rid of that Embercleave. <laughs> I mean, Embercleave's kind of a jerk, but can't you no, just not kill the creature they put it on? Not in white and green, like, dude. What are you dude. playing? No, you got instant speed. No, you killed the creature. <laughs> You know what? That actually may work for for something getting cleaved. It'll I got divine work. arrows. I'll deal four to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're you're being narrow minded right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Your divine arrows. I, it's <laughs> legit. I mean, the creature that they're putting the cleave on it can't be more than a one one Did or a two two. Right? Divine like, arrow. Gideon's take, reproach. Two damage. I'm fine with that. What are you gonna I know. Oh, Divine Arrow was broken long before we came around. That's the same card. Is it uh maybe it's Divine Isn't there Quiver one that of five Arrows? Damage? Maybe that does that damage. seems like it's just oh that should probably get <laughs> that should probably get banned. <laughs> wow. Two divine That's arrows. Like the uh, the Lanowar elf card oh, that wow. costs three and it's Man, three elves really, and it They're really not holding three. back in, in play design anymore. <laughs> 12. Oh, yeah, they just staple them all together. Yeah. Yeah. The three divine arrows Every, is actually everything but um, your worm. It's 12 damage for six mana. Yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah. It's it gets rid of like <laughs> Kozilek. Yeah, because he's indestructible, Rob. And I've also flinged him at you already, so it's too late. So I think that actually wraps it up. We are at 45 minutes this is a good length for our first first episode of freshly brewed back and uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Let me know what you think of Rob. I know, I know a lot of you guys don't like Rob out there cause he's, he's no, I, I know Rob is great. Rob is, Rob is a fan favorite. So hopefully you guys enjoy this. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think about the, the banding. I had the, fun, Franklin. The, uh, I appreciate the companion you changes very much. And uh, hopefully we can keep this up and we'll see you guys All right, man. next week. I always have fun. I appreciate you as well. Don't buddy. don't tease me. With and that. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad we have a consistent it. way to like express ourselves the to the magic rolled. community on a weekly basis. Oh, okay. Hey, man! Once we start the ball rolling, I'm good. It was just a matter of like me. St- that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like once we started this, I'm good. It was just a matter of, like because Rob has been bugging me to do this for like literal months now. But I was like, I gotta change all these assets. I gotta change like icons and names and update de- 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 like you're like descriptions to, you're and things right like now. that. And like, it was just a whole to do. But I was just like, you know what? Let's just do it. I was getting tired of not doing it. I am gonna to do it right now. I'm gonna get this episode uploaded tonight. Hopefully, you guys can check it out. Let us know what you think, and hopefully, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs>